Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hello, (laughs) Never Seen It intro people. This is the intro. This episode, uh, cannot believe who the guests are on this episode. It's uh, Leonard and Jesse Malton. Uh, Incredible. Uh, they have the Malton on Movies podcast. Leonard Malton's been a film critic and an entertainment critic for, for forever. And we got Leonard and Jesse Malton here, and they've never seen Sharknado 2. I would imagine it was a struggle for the two of them to find a movie they'd never seen before. We landed on Sharknado 2. It's so fun. It's such a good time. They, we got some great stories. Uh, we play some fun games. We we play three dag games, one new one and a couple old ones because I wanted to be able to play a few with them on the episode. Uh, and it's just a great time and this is this is leonard and jesse malton they've never seen sharknado 2 go listen to malton on movies podcast if you love the they got some incredible guests on their podcast and the deep dives about careers and movies and 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 entertainment influence on that i just think it'd be something you guys are into if you're not already listening to malton on movies podcast go check that out this is leonard and jesse malton they've never seen sharknado 2 i hope you enjoy the episode um and while this when this comes out i think i will be in des moines and Davenport, Iowa, uh, the days after this. I'm in Davenport, Iowa, the 20th. And then I'm in Des Moines, Iowa, the 21st of December. I'm going to be opening for Shane Torres, good friend of mine, friend of the show. Um, both those dates, you can come check that out. That'll be very fun. I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season that we are amidst when this is coming out. And thank you very much for listening. If you guys want stickers, I have some show stickers. And I have some stickers of my dad. Uh, in a Space Jam jersey, and you can buy those from me for it's whatever you want to pay. Just Venmo me at Kyle Ayers on Venmo or find me online and hit send me a message. Whatever you guys want to pay or can't pay, uh, money goes back to the artists as well from these. And, and I got a bunch of stickers. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and all that, and you can find more about it on there. And thank you guys very much. Now, this is this is the immediate. We talk all the Okay, we'll get into that. We talk all the time because <laughs> Andy Circus came up, and I talk. We talk a lot on this podcast about how I believe 
that there's not enough award recognition for voice and motion capture. Oh, because there yeah. isn't. Yeah. yeah. Because there's virtually and stunt, and yeah. I'll believe the same yeah. thing about stunts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's virtually nothing, and so I'm always happy to see Andy Serkis playing a human in a trailer. Right, because <laughs> like, he might finally here. get yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We almost had him for our show. Really? It was so, cl- and it was one of those things where every day I kept checking in, and I kept yeah. going, "Is any any chance? Yeah. Any chance?" <laughs> and every day they go, "We'll let you know tomorrow." And then finally it was like, "Oh, sorry, Andy had to leave." And I was like, "It's fine." <laughs> we fine. we actually we reached out to touch him, and it wasn't him at all. It we was just out to <laughs> it touch was just him. a motion capture thing that was there. And uh, but I, I'm going to tell you some of my award theory things and okay. get your guys' ideas in a minute. But let's. So we have a game on the podcast. My dad uh, has has not been to a movie theater since Space Jam. That was the last time he went to see a movie in movie theaters. And he doesn't keep up. He's, now that he's retired, kind of getting back into them. And he's looking forward to the new Space Jam. I think he is. As a joke, <laughs> he's, he's like, he, he's become too self-aware of his character. Oh, I love it. Because he's like, I guess I can go back to a movie theater now. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, you've yeah, been waiting yeah. 25 years. Where, where does your dad live? Uh, Missouri. So okay. from small town Missouri. We play a game on the podcast called Guess What Movie Trailer Dad's, Kyle's Dad is Describing, having only watched the movie trailer and okay. never having heard of the movie. So how it works, I can't believe it. Here, let me play. We actually have theme music for all the games now. We just got it. It's very exciting. Let's find it. Kyle. There we go. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay, so this, what's going on? I'm going to play audio of my dad describing a movie trailer, okay. mm-hmm. and you guys will guess what movie trailer he's describing. We, we're gonna, we've got some new ones and some old ones today, because I want to play a few with you guys. Okay. Here we go. Oh my God, so this guy just hears some voice, and it's his only friend, I guess. I think he has a hearing aid. So maybe he is deaf and just does whatever the voice in his head is telling him to do. <laughs> I think he met the voice in his head in an elevator later. And he talks some with a real life version of her. A man with a mustache falls in love with a voice in his head. All right. Thoughts? Do we have any guesses? Hobbs and Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good guess. That's a really solid guess, Daddy. Uh, No, it's actually in The Rock's contract. He's not allowed to have voices in his head in movies. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We have any guesses? We have any any other? (laughs) At first, I thought maybe when he was just describing only hears a voice. It was like, is is that Castaway or something like that? Or and then yes, man, I don't Clo- know. I mean, am I too literal guessing her? It is her. Hey! Oh wait, I don't have a celebration. Yeah, yay! Oh yeah, oh it is her. So we have two more that we're gonna get to throughout the podcast. He has a here. mustache. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Oh, uh, and uh. <laughs> I hadn't listened to that in a while. It's very fun. A lot of the voice memos will end with my dad saying, Diane, I need, need, need to come stop this because he doesn't do a cell phone or anything. Um, uh, all right, but let's let's get into Sharknado 2. Well, are we not going to get any more? We'll do some more. They're, okay. they're littered in. We're gonna, okay. We'll do the okay. script. We'll play some games. Excited. We'll get okay. in some more. Okay. Um, and then we'll end with a new one that okay. we, no one's ever heard before. Now, there's a setup line of uh, sort of uh, 
exposition. Do you want to read that line? I can definitely do that. And then you guys can cast okay. Okay. whomever, however, if you want to cast now or if you know who you're going to be, we get right into well, it. I- I'll be one on all the things and you can be two on all the yep. things. That okay. sound good? Okay. Great. All right. <clears throat> two scientists are on a research vessel in the ocean. The ocean seems strangely calm today, doesn't it? Yeah, I noticed that too. I'm sure everything's just fine. What's that alarm going off over there? Don't worry, I'm sure it's nothing. Two surfer dudes. Wow, man, those waves are killer. (laughs) I know, right? Where's your life jacket? Who are you? Leonard Malton? (laughs) Sorry. Oh, come on. Oh, come on, as if I need one of those. Hey, don't you remember what happened last year and the year before that? There's no way we could have three Sharknados in a row, dude. (laughs) Calm down. I don't know, man. My girlfriend won't let me go in without me. She's never gotten over that whole sharks flying around in the sky. Chicks, so dramatic. I thought it was pretty cool when the wind pulled off her bikini. And you kept filming her. I was in the doghouse for weeks. (laughs) Back at the scientists. The alarms won't turn off. Must be some sort of glitch in the system. Don't be ridiculous. That sonar is infallible. And the ocean is as smooth as glass. (laughs) This beeping is driving me crazy. We should check in with the Coast Guard. We're scientists. We don't need the Coast Guard. Back to the surfers. Hey, the wind is picking up. Maybe we should just call it a day. No way, man. I have to catch a few more waves. I don't know. Something seems fishy. Dude, (laughs) look. Whales. Oh, wow. Can't believe they're this close to shore. Looks like they're swimming towards us. We're back to the scientists. That was a good whale noise on accident. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what the sonar says. Something is happening and we can't just ignore it. Look, there's some movement off the starboard bow. You're being ridiculous. Some clouds are coming in. That's all. The wind must be finally picking up. I'm going to go over and check it out. Fine, fine, if it makes you feel better. Hey, looks like some kind of tornadic water spout. Get out here. I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) That makes no sense. I know, but didn't something like this happen last year and the year before that? Now, what are the odds of a Sharknado happening for a third year in a row? I don't know about odds, but I do know that if this thing doesn't slow down soon, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> back, to the, back to the surfers. <laughs> Come on, man. It's starting to rain. Let's just pack it in. I'm trying, dude. The riptide keeps pulling me out. Paddle harder. Tiny fish begin falling from the sky. Ugh, ugh, dude, there are tiny fish falling from the sky. What the hell is going on? Those aren't fish. They're tiny sharks. <laughs> Run! <laughs> back to the scientists. Sorry, I'm just laughing. Would you get back inside? It's raining. We can track everything from the bridge. Hey, hey, what's wrong with you? Steve, get out here. This isn't rain. It's tiny sharks. <laughs> And scene. <laughs> Can I just say, you are a better actor than people will ever know. <laughs> that was it great. Is. People will never know. He's into it, you know? <laughs> we'll get this out here. We have. All <laughs> yeah, right. These this, this is your time, Daddy. Get out there. Oh. That, I. <laughs> I just couldn't stop laughing when they all remembered there was another... Sh- yeah, how was there a second one and no one's prepared? And a third. And a third. And like a 16th. Yeah. I don't know. Does that come up in a lot of these franchise 
movies, I feel like they have to start igno- like. In, I don't think we've ever seen any of them, so I couldn't I don't tell any you. of the yeah. Sharknadoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're self-aware or not, or overly self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I did want to see Piranha Triple D, mm-hmm. just because I loved that someone thought, what haven't we done with 3D yet? Yeah. 3D boobs. <laughs> right. Like, I respect and that. that. <laughs> and that, that was done in the 80s. Yes. Well, so, th- th- there was the recent one. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if they thought they were, you know, blazing a new trail, they wasn't. Yeah, they. you have to assume the first of any new innovation will probably be boobs. Do you know I what I mean? That yes, any new 3D, yes. 4D, any new dimension, the first 4D. thing they were going to put into it. 4D is just actual topless women in the theater with you. <laughs> I was just thinking like just breastfeeding. Just boobs. <laughs> just there in the theater as a 4D experience. Um, do do you guys see a lot of uh, I, don't, I guess you call this like a B like a purposeful B movie right Wouldn't that be something Not not like a Seinfeld no, 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 B movie I know what you're but he loves those but no. not a lot Yeah you sure you do No not the recent ones Oh thank goodness No yeah. <laughs> I mean you, you, no. you're ruining my reputation I'm so <laughs> sorry that I'm tarnishing the reputation you have built No you love the B movies of the past Yes like the Cosmic Monster which yes. I just watched on TCM with Forrest Tucker, mm-hmm. uh, which has not only the worst script I think I've ever encountered, <laughs> but the worst ending of down. any science fiction movie ever made. It's just staggeringly awful. Uh, I, I would say we're not too worried about spoilers with it. Is there a way to, does it come out as oh, awful gee. in description? No, I can't. It's not as good as your dad could describe it, that's for sure. I can't. No, your your dad would probably do a very good job with the trailer on that one. This might be one he's seen. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) We got a pre and post uh, Space Jam is sort of our our linear timeline here as a family. Sure. Um, So the greatest moments in my life have Mm -hmm. been watching my dad with other like deep dive movie nerds like – Someone like Peter Jackson yeah. were the two of them because, you know, Peter Jackson, that was that's what he started with mm-hmm. were these like te- wonderfully terrible B-movie type things. So watching the two of them nerd out over that was like life altering. Yeah. And they're just like, remember the thing with the thing and the stuff? And it's there. Yeah. There's something to the uh, genuineness of the practical lack of budget for movies like oh, that yeah. that you I really like like latch on to more than a swing and a miss with the blockbuster sure this was you know I just saw this like a two months ago on on Turner classic movies and I've already blotted out the details <laughs> because uh, which I thought I would never or could never forget and yet I have now blotted out the details uh. but there's there's a it, it's about an alien yeah uh who finally reveals himself to the uh, humans on planet Earth in, in England, to be exact, and in the countryside out there, out in the out in the woods somewhere, where there's a scientific headquarters for some laboratory, and this alien, I think, torches it and burns it to the ground, but you n- never really see anything. Okay. Because they had a budget of a dollar and a half. Right. And, and, uh, Is it just a lot and of then, reaction and, and then, shots? Yeah, well, yeah, sort of. And then he takes off to return to his planet. And you don't really see him take off either. 
<laughs> it's everything. Everything of any budget was off camera. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. super cheap to shoot someone saying, "Look at that spaceship fly yeah. away." <laughs> yeah. Now again, don't don't hold me to to the details here, but uh, as I recall, there was a lot of nothing. Yeah. And a lot of inference. Uh, and uh, very little uh, show and tell. Oh, it will be. I will be renting it this if it's possible. If it can be found. If it can be found, uh, we'll see someday. I remember, I um, I was very late to any sort of academic look at movies. That's kind of where this entire podcast comes from, right? I grew up. We didn't watch a lot of movies. Uh, kind of maybe some television. Um, but then in college, I sort of just stumbled into a film class and then lobbied that into film studies and film degrees because I was so interested in the idea of them. And I remember spending an entire snowed-in winter break in Missouri watching the sorting from the worst rating of a rental system and renting the horror movies over and over again. And specifically one called The Mangler about a clothing press that somehow lures it, – it, it can't move. It's huge. It's huge. Right. Oh, the, like the, the, the mangle? The mangle, yeah. It, the it, mangle, that's what they used to call that uh, ringer. And the, yeah. So, yeah, and it would lure people in, yeah. and then they would just all – because I like movies where there's the big existential or the large physical mo- – but in this one, the monster can't move or grab right. so it just had to, or really do anything. So it's just mentally luring people into shoving their arm into a dangerous object for yeah. an hour and a half. Great, and it was great, but a lot of shots of the mangler, and then whoever <laughs> controlled the mangler. But I, I like, uh, I don't know, it's not quaintness, but there's just something to win it. They're working with what they have and still going for like these practical things that I like to watch. And now I don't keep up. It seems like they're, like Sharknado is almost a genre of movie. Oh yeah. That where it knows what it's setting out to do, and it comes off a little different to me than ones that. Well, it does. Yeah. It, I mean, no, the the ones uh, like the Cosmic Monster. Where I mean, they they did it with a straight face, or I mean, presumably a straight face. They mm-hmm. they never reveal themselves as winking to the audience. Exactly, you know? and uh, those are the ones that are worth watching. Yeah, I think even Sharknado winks with casting and stuff. Do you know what I mean? They oh, kind yeah. of tend to yeah. cast people who you'll be like, oh, and mm-hmm. we're all going and sort of yeah. ironically yes. enjoying. It. I want to enjoy it for the wrong reason right. way after it's no. done if you're watching bad movies there's no room for irony yeah okay that's a, that should be a tattoo everyone I went to film school <laughs> with should have to get <laughs> uh, we ask everyone on the podcast well I've been I've been trying to I forget to ask about half of the time I want to know the last movie you each purchased not to go see but to own well this... do you buy a lot of movies to own I, you might be so I I do on iTunes mm-hmm. to keep on my computer okay. for when I travel because yeah. we travel quite a bit. Okay. So I have that. Um, but in terms of I'm your your least typical yeah. uh, movie watcher, movie goer, because I'm on review lists and press yeah. lists. So, so I everything get, appears. I get sent that a lot you were, of stuff. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they all show up to you. But you get yeah. there's something because you know how it's changed and how consuming movies has changed there's i don't the less physical media that's around and then this all i was prompted to think about this when i found out if you buy something on amazon you don't actually own it like a movie it's a very strange it's all very weird world you live in i so i'm 33 and a lot of people around my age we still had tower records you know whatever and so for me when i would save up allowance it would be to go buy a cd you know i wanted the physical thing Mm -hmm. if you told me i could give you ten dollars of my allowance to get a virtual copy of something online 
that wouldn't have intrigued me. You know, and, and there too, because I've grown up with someone who loves records, and so I love looking at sleeves, I love looking at liner notes. Mm-hmm. You know, I want the full experience. I want yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I guess people now are just used to not having anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm we not. We like tangible. I I'm, like tangibly having it. You know? I'm, not, I'm not used to that. I can't, I, uh, my brain won't process that. It really won't. Uh, I spent a year, at least a year, transferring my vinyl LPs to a hard drive Yeah. so that I could uh, then transfer them to my iTunes and my iPod because mm-hmm. uh, I refused to pay for music I already paid for. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's you partly, have it sitting on a partly shelf. It's, partly it's that I'm stingy and partly it's the principle of it. Right. I bought this thing. Not only did you buy it, but you bought the most legitimately close to its creation sure. version of it. Like sure. the record the pure, is the purest. The purest right. right. The record is just a foot away from the person who made the record, yeah. essentially, yeah. versus yeah. the iTunes. I mean, I, you see, we'll start to sound like Neil Young if we really get into it for like he, uh, how much yes. he hates her. But then he is kind of right about it all. Of course, yeah. no, 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 he, he is. And I, I've, I tried to pretend I don't understand what compression is. Yeah. I just, you know, which I mostly don't, but this way it's easier. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I understand what compression is, but I definitely understand what it does. Yeah. And then it, I, I just, li- yeah, I, I like how on the Criterion Collection uh, uh, discs, uh, if you read the credits, it says uncompressed soundtrack. I would imagine the audio really gets, let alone being compressed to play through my TV that's a half sure. inch thin. Yeah, there's, sure. like, there's no way there's a decent speaker in the television. Mm-hmm. I just got my parents a sound bar for Christmas and mm-hmm. hooked it up for them already. And for the movies that your dad doesn't for watch. For the movies doesn't watch. It's mostly right. <laughs> um uh whether he's watching like a sporting event or sure. and he's like, Oh, you can hear them moving. And it's like, yeah, because you've been watching <laughs> big TVs used to be able to have big speakers. Yes. And then the TVs became the width of my computer screen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can't hear anything through that. So I feel like audio is probably the first thing to get screwed uh, up. Screwed yeah. up. And we you know, you always hear people talking about how they have to turn movies up and down and up yes. and while they're watching them. Well, even yeah. commercials. Even it's, commercials. That's the whole thing. And I know a lot of people who watch with uh subtitles on all mm-hmm. the time now yeah. so they don't have to worry about volume adjustment. Yeah. And like if we I think it's because we're all listening through a compressed tiny mm-hmm. headphone almost shoved into your television. Um but have you gone out to seek buying a movie you didn't own? Anytime recently, or do you own them all? Honestly, I've, got, just, a, I've got an awful yeah. lot. Uh, I've got an awful lot. The stuff that you would buy is what you get. The Criterion Collection, oh, yeah, the yeah. Warner Archive. So, like, what you would go get. You know, the, I actually I know the last thing that you bought because you bought it for me. Do you remember what you bought me last year no. for Hanukkah? No. You got me a DVD. Song what? of the Islands. Oh yes, that's yes, the that's... last thing I think you bought. I found I found a film that we used to watch endlessly when yeah. Jesse was young, a 1942 Technicolor 20th Century Fox musical called Song of the Islands, yeah. starring Betty Grable, okay, the number one box office star of the war years, the female star of the wartime. That's the World War II era I'm yeah. talking about, <laughs> just to be very clear. Right. Uh, and um, uh, Betty Betty Grable, Victor Mature. Jack Oakey. Hilo Hattie. Hilo Hattie. 
uh, and a cast of thousands. Uh, yeah. yeah it's, 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 it is a big <laughs> You can cast. list them all. We have time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might watch but or it's listen. But a, it's a wonderful movie, and yeah. I had it on a VHS and watched it at the point where the VHS no longer worked. And, oh, wow. But there was nowhere else to get it. And there's no way to get the soundtrack. To, I love the soundtrack, and you can't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year, my dad surprised me with a DVD because I guess Fox or somebody— Fox was doing a— um, uh, DVD on demand yeah. Yeah. Uh, service okay. for a while. So he got me that. I remember uh, it is sometimes hard. We had sort of like a, some people from the film class I was in and some friends had a once a week movie watching and where we would all actually sit down, put everything away yeah. and, and then watch something and then pretend to talk about it. Mostly just like we kind of, and we did this in college and we had like a, you know, a fake marquee and the book mm-hmm. and everyone got to pick. And I really wanted to, I had just started doing stand up and was sort of watching a lot of stand up movies and most of them are pretty not uh, very good. And, uh, but then I wanted to see Lenny with uh, Dustin Hoffman's mm-hmm. Lenny Bruce. And you, cause I got into comedy, he's like this big lore figure sure, sure. and I'd listened to some of his comedy and it, Sure, it's fine. <laughs> you know, I'm like contextually, it's very important, but obviously, it's not. Uh, uh, I'm not like laugh. I'm like this is more important than funny to me now. Well, you got two. You have two or three, certainly two, maybe three eras of Lenny Bruce. Mm-hmm. There's the early years when he was still doing Jimmy Cagney impressions, uh, an old, old, yeah. old school nightclub shtick. Yeah. Then there's the peak when he's uh, being. Uh, uh, Really innovative, mm-hmm. and and breaking new ground. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, with uh, his observational humor and uh, sprinkled with four letter words. Yeah. and scatological references. And then there's the insane Lenny yeah. Bruce. I'm being uh, harassed. I'm paranoid yeah. now. And there's a cop sitting right there, just waiting <laughs> for me to say one more four letter yeah. word, and he's going to haul me off to jail. I always thought of it as the late night comedian. And then the like free speech voice comedian, and then the fallout of the attention from the free speech voice yeah. comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we couldn't find the movie anywhere. Uh, even like the the Ninth Street video in my college town, which had everything. Um, Where'd you go to college? Uh, University of Missouri, okay. and it was like this is like where you go to. Um, you know, this was the cool. It was. It felt out of time. You know what I mean? And so you go, and they didn't have it. And then we found a VHS tape of it for rent then I had to go buy a VCR and I bought like five VCRs <laughs> at a thrift store cause, and then it destroyed the tape but we played it but then when it tried to eject it destroyed it so I had to go back I'm like I think I destroyed your only copy <laughs> and they were like well no one had you know rented in right, five right, years right. so but it was you know I think I paid $80 for Lenny when it was all said and done just to watch it one time on VHS but it's a, but it's a darn good movie it was really really great um, and you know anything you can see Dustin Hoffman young for the first time that you hadn't seen him in is always fun to watch mm-hmm. too I read a, a wonderful book uh, written by the man who produced that movie, David Picker, mm-hmm. who was one of the principals for many, many years in United Artists in the 50s and 60s and 70s. And uh, he, uh, that film was a, like a pet project uh, for him, him and for Bob Fosse, who directed it. Yeah. And uh, he said that one of the problems they had was they were shooting it in Miami. They found an old hotel that had a, still had a nightclub ballroom type of setup there and they hired extras you know got them dressed up people used to go dressed to, to go out, out for a night on the town not like today with you know sweatshirts and things yeah. so uh, so they got all these extras of a certain age mm-hmm. and they got them in the room and Dustin who's you know uh, very in, very 
I don't know if he's a method actor, but he he method enough. Method enough, yeah, yeah, and very intense and very you know uh, methodical for sure. Yeah. Well, the extras heard the material over and over and over again, and to get them to you can't get them to laugh twice, let alone (laughs) let alone fourteen times. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that was and and that you know that sort of sucked the energy out of the room. Yeah. So that was one of the challenges. I can't imagine. You know, I've done had to see people. I call it like a uh, wind back up or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. Whether, if they're for like taping a television stand-up yeah, set, yeah. and then the audience, you, the second time they will be more into it because they're excited to be like a part of a thing. That's yeah. right. That's and right. then the third time they're like, oh, but keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that is, I I always remembered how specifically Fosse looking a lot of the shots of him on stage were because it looks like nothing, no other stand-up that's ever been. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. It's scripted, and and f- I guess a fic- what, however fictional you would call it, mm-hmm. it's not someone's stand-up special. But ev- most stand-up that's ever been on screen, whether it's in a movie or actually a stand-up special, has always looked identical, except that which mm. feels a little bit more like a large musical, <laughs> but with just one guy. Um, great man, I'll, I would sit and talk about that all day. Also, I hope I was lucky enough to see that show on Broadway. Really? Yeah, with Cliff Gorman, who created the role. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah. I like. Uh, Large scale movies or or, or large scale productions like that that are s- small scale casts because mm-hmm. it's always interesting to see how one person commands a space that looks like it's created like that. Um, very fun. I, I now we're, I'm just we're mad. movie I'm just, nerds. You're okay. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, <laughs> I know. Also, just like I can't believe I spent eighty dollars on that VHS, <laughs> but the VCR was only seventy five cents or something I, like that. We st- we still have VCR, DVD, Blu-ray, Laserdisc, phonograph, like you name it. We yeah. have it at home. We've got all of them. I have come around specifically to and it. it Two records sounding better than everything else. Yeah. Um, it was, I did joke, I joke about Neil Young and what he was talking about, but that um, he, then he's right about it all. And you're getting uh, kind of screwed out of quality of music. Um, you know, I've never listened to music on my computer and heard a, a finger slide on the string of a guitar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or we, you, it's, it's just very lossful. Yeah. It's like yeah. full of, of, of stuff you're not hearing. You know, you know what blows my mind still though is, the car is your best place to listen to music. And I have so many record producing friends, artists, where that's where they play music for each other is in the car. Oh, and, like a here's your first listen, yeah. come get in the car? Yeah. And you just sit in there and listen to it, and it always sounds, but I don't know. It's... I guess you're trapped, it reverberates and shoots <laughs> off the windows and stuff. And trapped also, they're very close to you. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, listening to a car. To music in a car as it's going through a car wash is an interesting audio experience. Get out. Um, <laughs> as long as it's a clean I'm version saying, of the music. People don't understand how sassy he is. I'm happy you're getting to see a little bit of what I deal with every day. <laughs> well, let's, we, we got a few. I should use the microphone. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's no. Is, this is We barely follow the rules of actually making a podcast, I suppose. Okay. So we have some movies, or uh, some movie games that we're going to play. Okay. This one is called Before and Afters. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. Get ready to play Before and Afters. We had a couple of musicians make, for we have dozens of games, they made songs. And they great. killed it. How great is that? I love That's it. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> and so how this game works is two movie titles have been smushed together into one. It's a little bit like the Wheel of Fortune like, before yes, and yes, after's yes. category yep. in, in name and concept, and I stole it from them. Cool. Um, but I will tell you the smushed together plot. 
And then okay. you will tell me the new Smush Together title. It doesn't oh, always follow okay. a good pattern. <laughs> okay. It's often frustrating. Uh, <laughs> I cannot wait. Let's go. So I'll tell you, and you can you can work together, or you can uh, contemplate on your own if you would like. It's up to you. Here's the first one. Uh, a little girl and a lawyer set out to prove that a man who claims to be Santa isn't insane. He just needs help finally having sex for the first time. Miracle on 40-year-old virgin? Yeah. Yeah, that's close. That's it. It was written down as Miracle on 30, 40-year-old virgin street. Okay. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Well done. These are, uh, that one was submitted by, I think, we, we fans will send in the titles. It saves me, because we're about 800 to 850 before and afters deep in the podcast Lord. at this point. Oh, so they started sending me titles once yeah. I used Catch Me If You Can eight weeks in a row. Because <laughs> that one's so easy. Or Her yes. is a very easy yes, one to yes, add yes, in because yes, it's just yes. the ER sound. Uh, I think that was uh, Real Richmond or Torn Sansuma. I wrote down both their names. They sent in for some for today. Thanks, Here, team. Thanks, team. That was great. Here's our second one. The story of a truck driver who climbs the mob ranks to work for Jimmy Hoffa is recounted in court by four different wit- witnesses, each of whom tell a different story from their point of view. Is that uh, the the one with the four oh. witnesses? Is that the movie with Kevin Bacon? No, it's Rashomon. Okay, but I can't. I can't <laughs> plug in the, the the first half. If we can really think about Rashomon with Kevin Bacon for a minute, though, <laughs> if we can stay in this world, it would be six witnesses, each one degree separated from yeah, the last. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my! Uh, Story of a truck driver who climbed. The I Rashomon. The I Rashomon. Oh, I was debating using it because that one's such a new movie. I haven't seen The Irishman yet. He uh, has. I haven't. Um, I didn't want to watch it on my phone on an airplane. It's very good. Oh, and I love how that one is written down. The Irishman. It really plays. All right, here we go. An office worker is recruited into a bullet-curving assassin society headed by a foul-mouthed teddy bear. Salted. No, no, no. Uh, Um... Say it again because yeah, my yeah. brain is. An office worker is recruited into a bullet curving assassin society. Yeah, that's headed the, by a foul mouth. That's the one with James McAvoy and Angelina. Isn't that called Salt? Or is it called something else? No, no. Oh, no, no. It's right. It's not that. It's but it is. It's that movie with Angelina Jolie and yeah. James McAvoy <laughs> yeah. where they can magically make bullets. Yeah. Mess oh, around. I was thinking of Matrix. Oh no, 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 not no, Matrix. no, 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 no. This is this is another. Mo- Scott loves. My husband loves this movie, and I can't. Salted. No, it's no, not salt. It does. It is in the exact same. It's not salt. <laughs> what if it's I did give it to Ted. him? Though? It's Ted. It's Ted. Right? Yes. I just don't know. And the all first of bit. Ted is in the other title. All of Ted. All of Ted is in the title. Of the other Salted movie. Ted. Salted Ted. <laughs> no, it's not salt. It's, Take uh, salt away. Take salt away. That's my screw up. It's not salt. Okay. That's also Angelina Jolie, but it's not this movie. Oh, okay. No, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, that's, doesn't it? You're gonna be frustrated. I am gonna be very frustrated. I can't think of what it is. All right, we're looking for. Wanted. Want. That's right. That's right. That's thank you. Back when James McAvoy was really in four or five movies a year there for a while. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was an intense time. Uh, <laughs> we, I like him. I, I, like I him love too. him. I love him. I think he's great. Uh, you know, I love. I he's so good in all the bad X Men movies. Yeah. And I'm like, I wish every time I watch an X Men movie, I'm like, I wish this was. I wish X Men movies were great. 
Yeah. Because everyone's pretty good in all of them. Well, X-Men yeah. First Class I like. X-Men First Class I like. I actually didn't hate the one where they travel through time as days of future past. Yeah. Uh, loved Logan. I don't I don't hate any of them because, yeah. to be honest, the, the main thing for both of us is that we don't have any emotional attachment to those. Right. So I don't care. Yeah. Kind of like with the superhero movies in a general sense is yeah. I don't have an emotional attachment to those characters. That sounds wonderful. So I don't really care what happens to them. This sounds like a you wonderful know? world to live in. I mean, it, it's just different. Look, there's other stuff. I mean, look, for us seeing Stan and Ollie, yeah. that was that was a big one for us because we love Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. And seeing that movie, the fact that it worked the way it did for both of us, well, yeah. for all, my mom too, like that's a big one. That's a big one. But I just don't. It's not. There's like, something to be he said about. Live here, so yeah, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So then, because then you're not uh, guilted into uh, 840 hours of movies. Correct. That's right. <laughs> Correct. That's yes. right. Instead, you can just sort of take them as they are. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. My friends make up for me though, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I like them, and I like the. I'm more impressed with the feat of of one story, especially like what Marvel has sort of got sure. across one storyline amongst years and years. Is I'm sure. like that is wow, good for you. Like I think it's <laughs> right. a, I think it is super impressive, and I like a lot of them. I think yes. they're fun. Yes. Um, but the level of. Uh, I get to I feel on the outside for how inside my friends are especially like a lot of comedian friends are very comic book guys sure and it's just sort of you know uh, the way the way his wrist moved didn't yeah, oh, feel yeah. and I'm like oh that's gotta be oh, how yeah. do you sleep like yeah. that's gotta be so exhausting to, they don't sleep yeah, which you know from looking at the from looking at the internet you know full uh, well they don't sleep so it's fine uh, but yeah but I like some of them I wonder I keep wondering if I'm gonna keep caring about them I feel like Marvel <laughs> thinks I'm going to but I don't Here's the thing. It feels very finished. If they're good movies, you will enjoy that's them. True. I, yeah, that's so true. So if it's a good movie. There are a lot of really smart people. You know? Yeah. You know, uh, putting their heads together for that stuff. Yeah. And uh, don't don't sell them short. And I, I think they have some financial backing. <laughs> I think if they stick with it. They're doing okay. Um, yeah. They're okay for now. And hopefully Disney Plus works out. Otherwise, I think Disney might be in trouble. <laughs> I have a, it's a whole other conversation. Yeah. So movie titles. Right, we got uh, one more. Well, no, we have two more because we actually have a before, during, and after, which oh, is three oh boy. movies. Okay. Wow. And was a nightmare to type, and I can't imagine how it's going to go. But this one's just two. Great. Two. This right. one's two. A young baseball phenom is shot on the way to his tryout, and while attempting to make a comeback, his refusal to throw games enrages Irish gangsters caught up in a stolen diamond heist. This one, it, the title is a nightmare. I I got nothing. <laughs> A young baseball phenom is shot on the way to his tryout, and while attempting to make a comeback in his 30s, his refusal to throw games enrages Irish gangsters caught up in a stolen diamond heist. Mm-mm. Is it the rookie? It's not the First rookie. One? No, it's not the rookie. No, not What was it? Dennis Quaid. Um, Whatever it is, it's not yeah, that one. It's not that one. <laughs> Shaking his head. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, 3000. Oh. <laughs> We're looking for Mr. 3,043rd uh, Street. No, it's not there that. There you go. It's, uh, <laughs> all right. This one we're looking for, it is one of the movies, it is The Snatural. So we're looking for Snatch and The Natural put together. It was too good of a title when I read it to not do, <laughs> but it was you. really hard. Snatch basically doesn't have It was really hard plot. to build up the nerve to present that to us. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I typed it in a smaller font. That's yeah. how That's unconfident I was about it. Okay. It's a, the font has no serif. It's Ooh, <laughs> sans All right, it is okay. If you thought that one was a nightmare of movies you never think about pushed together, here comes um, another nightmare. Yes. Okay. It's hard when I haven't seen 
one of the movies. I've seen Snatch and the Natural, but the plot to Snatch, I'm like, what is, I can't write that I don't, down. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's quick cuts of a mumbling Brad Pitt kind of gives it away. Um, My husband just likes it. Do you like dogs? Right. That's, Do you like dogs? That's, that's, that's just the thing he says constantly. It's just a movie that convinced me to see every other movie a director makes, no yes. matter if they're good or bad, because Agreed. I loved how that one felt. Agreed. Uh, all right, here we got three. This is before, during, oh and after. And I guarantee people listening were screaming The Snatural because I feel like that's exactly my audience. Okay. We'll be people who like The Snatch but also really love old baseball we're stuff. We're used to getting yelled at, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, they it's won't. Fine. No, they'll be it's yelling fine. at their phones, not at this. <laughs> uh, getting two of the five puts you in like the top 1%. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. all right. All right, here we go. A seasoned musician falls for a struggling artist just about to give up, and the two team up with Vermont State Troopers to raise hell in a war against giant alien insects trying to eradicate all human life. Is it once at the beginning? It's not once. Is it the one with Adam Levine and Keira Knightley? No, I don't know what Whatever that, that one was called. A seasoned you know- musician falls for a struggling artist just about to give up. And the two team up with Vermont State Troopers to raise hell in a war against giant alien insects. So is the middle one raising Arizona? It is not raising Arizona. No. <laughs> it's a fun game to just shout them out and see what I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you can get a little closer because you, if you get one of them, you yeah, sort of exactly. know what they sound like. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Kira Knightley, Adam, yeah, yeah, yeah. one. The, the first yeah, one, the music one time. you're thinking of is a very recent Oscar yeah. movie. Oh, Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Oi. No wonder I don't think so. you want to talk about blocking things out. I, I haven't actually seen it, so I had to look. You're fine. I had to look you up the plot. You don't ever need to see that movie. <laughs> I had a Just hard time ever. suspending my disbelief for the trailer when everyone thought Lady Gaga wasn't conventionally beautiful. <laughs> I was like, really? Okay, but that the that is one of them. As a star is born. Okay. The two team up with Vermont State Troopers to raise hell in a war against giant alien. Me, insects. myself, and Irene. I don't know if he was in Vermont. <laughs> No, he was in Rhode Island, I think. Uh, I don't know. Would here's, would you get this answer? I will. I probably would, specifically because one of these is one of my favorite movies of all time. Ah. But I might not have got the Star is Born one without looking up the plot. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, we'll do it. This is A Starship Super Trooper is Born. I was going to say Super Troopers. Yeah. That much was in my head. Yeah, I love uh, uh, Starship Troopers. Ah, That's one of my first movies that I Troopers. felt like I found. I do like Star. I do like Super Troopers. Super but Starship Troopers. Troopers was one of the first movies I thought I saw. I thought I felt I ever saw that was made for me. Sure. And I was like, there it is. That one's pretty fun. I went to see it in theaters way before uh, I was old enough, and and I was like, that looks like it was almost like. And then I saw it again when I was older, and I was like, oh, it's actually really great yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah i don't i didn't get it at all the first time i saw it i liked that they blew stuff up but now i'm like oh it's making fun of it's it's like actually a great movie and satirizing the movies that it's yeah that it's doing i love that okay so here we have a you guys are going to compete against each other in this game okay this game is called build the perfect movie All right, so this one they actually made a little bit of mu- music that plays beneath us while we play it. So it gives us some Won't that be distracting? It will be. Uh, we'll see because we're, we're competing for this one. <laughs> this is Build the Perfect Movie. You must combine two movies from our category to build the perfect movie. So what you're combining is two movies whose Rotten Tomatoes score adds up to as close to 100% without going over. 
So you will pick. Uh, you'll each pick one. Price is right. Rules apply. You okay. can't go over a hundred. Yeah. So you're going to okay. try and pick two yeah. movies yeah. that combine to as close to a hundred as possible without going over. So I always tell people, couples. Your strategy can be low high. It can be middle middle. Um, we'll rev- you'll you'll both pick one, and then we'll review the scores, and then you can mm-hmm. you can pick okay. according to that. And then you got to play into what. What is Rotten Tomatoes? You know, because this no, no, never exactly. What would Bob Barker do? Right. <laughs> he, he would have longer, thinner microphones. Yeah. True. Um, true. Yeah. So what we're going to try and do is is your category is attempting to build the perfect sci-fi movie. Okay. okay. Sci-fi movie, and and Leonard, you'll pick first, and Jesse, you'll pick, and then we'll review the scores, and whoever's is is a, a higher number. We'll pick. We'll go as we go. Okay. <laughs> so you pick. A, you're trying to come, think. Maybe think two in your head. Maybe a low hot. What are you trying to do? The Empire Strikes Back. Ooh, all right. And then you have to pick one more to try and get under 100. So you're you're combining your two movies. All right, Jesse? I can't imagine if the Empire... So, so you're gonna do total? Yeah, you're totally separate. You, you can pick any anything you want. And okay. Then you then you both pick a second one to okay. try and get as close to 100 um, as you can. I'm trying to think of oh venom venom is that sci-fi it's definitely sci-fi okay enough. okay uh, imagine if i was like no I, this is my hard line <laughs> i draw in the sand is okay so uh empire strikes back we are looking at 95 oh, percent yeah this, figured so that, as much so that was a poor i was strategy. going I, i'm now going, I'm going to, low low that yeah, was a poor i'm strategy. going low low now you're gonna have this. to think of maybe the worst sci-fi movie you can possibly think of although i think the cosmic there's monster. a decent <laughs> right there's a decent amount of zeros out there uh i will say Almost nothing before 1995 is under 20 mm-hmm. because there were less critics. Yes. And because uh, – uh, Yeah, well, they haven't done a lot of retroactive stuff. At, yeah, they at, haven't. At and I also – my theory is that everyone who – you were basically – and you know, I'm saying this to you is crazy. Be like, if, in the early 90s as a film crew, but like it, there were less – everyone's – Criticism wasn't held with the same way because you were a professional, yeah. and professionals who are held in high regard tend to be more forgiving of movies that try, or being like, "Look at, I understand the positivities of this." Instead mm-hmm. of now, everything seems very polarized. There's a lot of like, "This is the worst movie I've ever seen," or that. Okay, yeah, uh, Venom, twenty nine percent. That's what I figured. Twenty nine percent. You have some wiggle room. I was going low, low. Yeah, that's that's my aim is low, low. Right, you're one dollar on your way to the, Thank to you. the win here. Thank we you we very do have much. a second round coming up. So. Yes. All right, so so Jesse, you'll be first. You're working at you're okay. looking seventy. Chance, do you have a pachinko game as well? <laughs> <laughs> we do. It doesn't play on audio as oh. well, but ah, well. but that hasn't stopped us from playing it. Okay. What else would have gotten a low that would be a sci-fi? 71. You got a lot of room to play with. I know We've I do. We've never had someone get 100. If you get but 100%, you get to take one of the iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams come or, true. Or one of your busted VHS machines. Yeah, exactly, yes. Some of the I ribbon can. from Lenny, <laughs> if you want. It's probably still sitting in my college oh, dorm or my house. I'm trying to think. It's, I'll be honest with you. I'm not. Sci-fi is not a genre that I yeah. have memorized well enough. I don't know. So I don't know what anything fall categories fall, things fall into anymore. I mean, I would sci-fi is. Was... I'm very forgiving of you. Okay. If you know what I mean, if there's any sci or any fi in it, <laughs> sci or any fi doesn't have to be a high uh, level of fi. We could try one of the X-Men's. Does that count as sci-fi? I would say. What's one that they didn't like very much, oh. or that's a middling? I don't know. 
Some people liked for is it is it Days of Futures Past that they didn't? I know that nobody liked the most recent one. Nobody liked. I know Apocalypse. that one got slammed. So I think that's going to be too low. Maybe which was a shame because Oscar Future Isaac's Past. So good. All right, we'll let's look try it up. Future Past. I wish it was faster at typing. It's okay. Oh wow! Um, all right. And now you're, we're at 95% with The Empire Strikes Back. Can we think of anything that's under If five? this really were the prices, right, I would just stand. Just stand. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. I know. That's it. I know, but I'm we done. have to have I've a second it. movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. So I'll go for bust with um, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I was going to say, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. That's okay. a good reaction face. So, Venom, we're looking at 29%. Okay. X-Men Days of Future Past, 90%. No shit! Ooh, 90%. Wow. Um, Empire Strikes Back, 95%. Planet Nine from Outer Space, 67%. Okay. 67%. Okay. Um, all right, so we kind of get the game. Now we're doing it. It's not going to be as much of a category as it is. We're trying to build the perfect Robin Williams movie. Any movie Robin Williams is in, he's got a lot of highs, he's got a lot of lows, he's got a lot of middles. Um, and so we'll go, uh, Jesse, you can go first on this one. So you, now that we get the strategy a little yeah. bit. Autofocus? Okay. She whiz. Just say flubber. <laughs> Start I'll low. Say fl- I'll say flubber because I have no idea <laughs> how that flubber. would have scored. Um, okay, so <laughs> autofocus, we're looking at 72%. Okay. 72%. So you're kind of. Uh, yep. Flubber, 24%. Yep, yep. Okay. 24%. See, I gave you, I was going to go with those two, yeah. but because I love you, I gave you one. <laughs> that would, okay. Oh, wow. That would be a good combo right there. I, you're looking yeah. at what, in your yeah. 90s. Yeah. Um, all right, so 24%. Now you're first, so we're looking at uh, 76 would give you the perfect Robin Williams movie. People liked Patch Adams, didn't they? I guess. It was a hit. Yeah. Not a critical hit, but. Well, let's try. I'll try, try Patch, Patch Adams. Yeah. Patch Adams? Yeah. Let's do an extra search here because the actual Patch Adams is making the Google harder. Real, really important problem I have right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're not just using the Rotten Tomatoes website. Um, You're no, a wild sometimes man. there's search bar. However, the internet works here is a little, and so the <laughs> predict. I should just gone to Robin Williams, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Now that I'm actually thinking it through. Okay. We're too far. It's okay. We're too far. We're too far in. All right. Autofocus has you at 72. Yep. And so we're looking at 28. Yeah, I'm thinking. I wonder if it, it would be Jack. I don't know. A lot of people didn't like Jack. I like Jack, but a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't like Jack. Or I don't think people hated World's Greatest Dad because I, I, we, oh, no. we, we really no, like that I movie. I love that movie. Let's yeah. try Jack, I guess. Jack. Okay. I don't know, but maybe. Um, all right. So Flubber was 24%. Patch Adams, 22%. No Ooh, kidding. Okay. Yeah. okay. okay. They did so not we're still like in that. it. We're still in it. 40, 46, 46. Yeah. Autofocus, 72. Jack, okay. 18. That's oh. a 90%. 
That's a pretty good Robin Williams movie. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, okay. That's good. And what was the other one that we were just, oh, World's Greatest World's Dad. World's Greatest Dad. I would think that would be all right. Critically, I, yeah. I think it's going to be up high, 88. Yeah, I would say yeah, it's probably yeah, yeah. fewer reviews and they're all pretty yeah. great. Yeah. I really love that movie. It's a great. So, so do we. Great movie. I mean, depressing, but great. I become a large fan of uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite's directing existence. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. very. We got to have him on our show. Oh, he's and so wonderful. And I got to just geek out at him, and he was yeah. the nicest. Yeah, it was. It was really, really cool. Oh, so funny. So here's what I remember about Jack. I went to a press screening in Westwood, and uh, they were going to do the junket on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And this was a Friday. We, they had a Friday evening screening for, for critics. And a bunch of us were standing in the lobby afterwards figuring out how we could duck interviewing Francis Ford Coppola okay. <laughs> that Sunday. Because, you know, the thing about if you're both a reviewer and a sort of entertainment reporter mm-hmm. is sometimes you have that very uncomfortable situation of inter- having to interview somebody whose movie you, you really didn't like. like. Right. But it's rarely because of a bad performance. Okay. You know, yeah. it, it, it isn't often that you say, oh, Tom Cruise spoiled that movie. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, it's, it's like he's doing his job. You mm-hmm. know, so you can still get through an interview. But when you're talking about the director, or the director-producer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. awkward. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, okay, so we're wrapping. We have two more Kyle's Dad movie trailer description. Okay. Um, so this one, we'll play this one, and then we're going to get to the new one. So let me make sure I got that. We're going to forego the music again, just in the effort of time. (laughs) Okay, so it's black and white, and Brad Pitt is in a hotel. Okay. No, it's not black and white. Now Brad Pitt has one of those old cameras. He remembers his wife and now has to do something with her. He's chasing someone with a gun. Is this World War Z or whatever? There's a shifty guy with a mustache in his car telling him what to do. Everyone seems to be telling him what to do while he shuffles old photos around in his hand. Fight Club. I'm just kidding. (laughs) He has some bad tattoos and he doesn't know who he is. Well, it's not Thelma and Louise. It's not Thelma and Louise. <laughs> no, he knew who he was. Yeah. <laughs> it's not World War Z. It's not World War Z. He's in that movie, though, right? Yeah. Brad Pitt is in just, that movie. Just checking. Just checking. I only really That's know that because of, of the South Park episode. <laughs> I just but. remember it as a fast zombie movie. I kind of divide movies and zombie movies into how fast, fast the zombies and go. The zombies. And I'm like, that was a fast zombie movie. They run real fast and they're very destructive. Yeah. So Shaun of the Dead, slow zombie movie. Slow zombie slow movie. Slow but zombie maybe my movie. favorite zombie movie. It's the my favorite. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. I don't know. All right. You know? I don't even have a decent guess. I'll give you a hint. Brad Pitt is not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kyle's dad <laughs> guesses the wrong actor's identity. Yeah. Is the real, is the that's real undercurrent that, here. That's a really useful real piece of information. Yeah, yeah. Uh I have no idea. Do you want to give it another? I bet you can get it if we give it another go. No, I don't I, think I, so. I disagree. I don't, I don't so. think so. Right, we're looking for Memento. Oh. Oh, the, okay. Now okay. you think you could have got it. If we <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. No, if it's we, just been if we, so if long. If we would have started playing this game an hour ago. Yeah. 
and work backwards. <laughs> oh, right. maybe played the first six seconds yeah, of the game, yeah, 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 and then yeah, second yeah. seven <laughs> through yeah, fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had bad a, tattoos. That's right. Oh God, one of my friends yeah. got those tattoos. He was so I'm sorry, into, aren't he they? He was so like into mementos. <laughs> no, he got like boxes on his fingers. Okay, and stuff. he got stuff that they had. I'll never. As I'll long never as he didn't get that. my wife was raped and murdered backwards on his chest. No, no, he got boxes on his fingers. Uh, yeah, I had was... a psychology teacher show us Memento in high school. That's the Missouri Public Education. He was like, <laughs> "This is he was a football coach first. Do you know what I mean? And he showed us this movie. I'm still with the Brad Pitt bit. I'm oh, sorry. That's, <laughs> it's Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. Yeah. If he okay, would have just said Only it's someone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then he showed us later in the semester, showed us Memento again. And he, just in case he, he you was forgot. like, we, we were like, we watched this, and he goes, no, we didn't. And then <laughs> we were all like, is this part of it? Right. Is this, it's like, are you so? Is this part of the psychology thing? All right. Well, we got one more dad, and this one's a little tough. One more dad. Uh, oh, this one's a little. This tough. one's a little tough. <laughs> that one's hard. Separate you got her. From the others. <laughs> okay, a sunrise. I like that it all starts with okay. It looks like people are being interviewed about the government. Some people saying they don't belong, or are a waste of money. This guy wants them to leave. Shots of a helicopter hovering over a bunch of tiny slum houses on top of each other. Now the helicopter is around that giant thing. What is that thing? <laughs> He's asking why they are here and why they don't just leave. This guy says they don't have weapons and he just wants to go home. There is a lot of military surrounding them how do they understand? Oh, is what this each Johannesburg? Saying it's in Johannesburg. Yeah, my, I'm blanking. On Independence that. Day. No, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just no, no, no. This is that great movie. That, yeah, that I can't remember the I title of it. I think you got it. Ah, oh, I can't remember the you, name who's of it. In it. Nobody. 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 Charlo Copley. Yeah, that's who became a, a, a overnight uh, mm -hmm. a name from being in this movie. You know, Charlotte Copley. <laughs> the name that we all still say all the time. sensation. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get it. I think you know. I believe in you. If you describe it a little more, I think Jesse will probably oh, figure out what it is. It's about giant insects. Uh, it's about giant insects taking over Johannesburg, and it's a it's a metaphor for how we treat immigrants. Mm -hmm. Cloverfield. No, I, no. I, again, I'm just. I'm just, I'm just I, you definitely have it, and this is enough to get it. Is District Nine. District I never Nine. saw District Oh, you Nine. didn't? Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, it's a hell of I, never, I know, I know, I know how much you like it. I just never saw it. I think um, nothing against it. I'm sure I it's wonderful. I think it's something they've slowly been working on. Another one too. Yeah. Um, you kind of see, but it's also one of those things where you always see because since it was such a good out of nowhere, everyone is always like, "Where's the next?" Yeah, one? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we can't just have this nice thing. I need to ha <laughs> remember it poorly. <laughs> um, uh, thank you so much for having never seen Sharknado two. The both of you. Thanks for writing it. Thanks You're for welcome. Thank you. Uh, thank it's you really for Sharknado on. three. We're Sharknado three. Yes, yes, yes. Although I could see them doing a thing where the first movie had two Sharknados in it. Right. Right. Because <laughs> they have you have to heighten. Yeah. Well, but you you have a you have a good imagination. That's good. Uh, <laughs> um, well, before we get out of here, if you want to let everyone know about your podcast or anything you have going on, we have a podcast. According to online, that's crazy. Well, yeah. well but. <laughs> I don't feel like our podcast and yours exist in the same universe. Uh, well, I, I, that's not a judgment call. That's no? just a, a fact. But that's a good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Then that way you can get a bunch of people who like. We have people who like movies who I think listen to this podcast out of frustration. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we really are huge movie fans and we love movie details, and so we listen to you get everything wrong all the time. <laughs> 
You, um, get, you 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 have your own. I like this style. Yeah. Your own niche. This is enjoyable. This is fun. Um, this well, is fun. Uh, we we do the Malton on Movies podcast, and we've been doing it for three. We're going into our fourth year. We're in our fourth year Jeez. now, and we interview uh, cool people uh, every week about their careers, and uh, we've had all sorts of folks on every. I mean, you know. And then it's all. They're all uh, available. So some of our earliest ones that stand out are Mel Brooks. Yeah. Uh, more recently, Angela Lansbury. These are people who you don't hear uh, for for an hour well, anywhere else. I'll yeah. tell you, you know the, I mean? the crazy thing for us is that every single episode, a guest will say, am I talking too much? Do we have time for this? I'm sorry I've gone on for so long because they're so used to short form. <laughs> right. That when you say, no, we have an hour just to listen yeah. to your stories. Like, we're here to listen to you. And also, um, you know? Mel Brooks, we're never going to hurry you out of the oh room. Oh, my God. <laughs> please. Right. That's right. Please. It should be. <laughs> Norm- normally, we try to keep to an hour, but then there's certain, like, yeah. when Al Pacino is still going, right. are you it- going to cut him off? Actually, Al, Al, I'm we have not. to sell mattresses. Can you get That's quiet? Right, right, right. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Okay. I. I. Yeah, that that's my favorite. I will tell you though quickly to end it. One of my favorite things that's ever happened to us. Mm-hmm. My dad, when he was still at Entertainment Tonight, was doing the junket for Invictus, and the three big names: Morgan Freeman, Clint Eastwood, Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. And Clint loves my dad, uh, uh, which is always very amusing to to see because he's he's not a very. Uh, visually Emotive expressive person. yeah sure. uh so when he sort of like smirk smiles at my dad i'm like ah it's a win that's like a uh, dance for him almost. basically yeah. basically he also i have such great respect for this that he just wears his sweatpants and his shitty sneakers and i'm like you know what you're clint eastwood you do whatever right. you want you could have told clint you eastwood do, to change you do whatever you want i will never <laughs> he came into that wearing this like messed up white uh uh like polo shirt and gray sweatpants and i was like yes clint eastwood anyway he's talking the thing about clint is he doesn't do short answers you've interviewed <laughs> yeah. him i don't even know how many times and if we know anything is that he doesn't do anything yeah. succinctly yeah so he's going well you now have the publicist coming in from the hallway going like this which uh, is the you know wrap up yeah, the wrap yeah. up sign I get someone else coming in and they whisper they go Matt Damon and, and Morgan Freeman are in the hall they're waiting to come in and I'm now trying to I'm getting my dad's attention and I'm now making the wrap it up sim- and signal how do you, but how do you cut off Clint Eastwood you know, right. yeah. what are you going to do what are you going to do so all of a sudden you hear would you just shut up it's Matt Damon and Morgan Freeman oh, who <laughs> have walked into the room. They've now walked in and they're like, my God, man, you never stop talking. The only two people who can and cut him honestly, off. Honestly, and the thing is, <laughs> watching my dad's face and then slowly the crew and oh. it's all being filmed as they're just like, oh my God, that is this the only... Yeah. Could, can you imagine though, without being able to see, just hearing someone say, "Would you just shut up right, already?" Right. And it's like, <gasps> the, like the the adrenaline that would go, like the rush. Honestly, you would get. honestly, oh, like so what funny. in God's name? And then they come around and they're just messing with them that's and so teasing. And, just, but it was one of the craziest <laughs> experiences so of life. I is, just imagine Morgan Freeman in the hallway, like this guy just goes on and on. One hundred. Oh, and, and Matt Damon. Matt Damon has a fantastic sense yeah, of humor. The two yeah. of them. So you can imagine. The, the faces they're so making crazy. and everything else, <laughs> you know. And then Clint, it's, what's fun is it made him laugh yeah. and you saw him be softened a little bit, which yeah. is really cool. That but yeah, cool. that's just one of those moments. So when we have an episode and we have certain guests and we're looking at each other, I'm not going to stop them. Right. Are you? Are you going to say, no, that's enough? Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. 
We've had all sorts of folks, and and, yeah. we're, and we feel very lucky. We had Amy Adams, who was just yeah. fantastic. Lovely. Uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not everybody is an A-list star. We don't care. Uh, uh, we just want people who have interesting yeah. stories. Our only yeah. criteria is we have to be a fan of, of the person. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they do. We have a lot of character actors. Yeah. We've had a, lately a lot of people whose faces you definitely know, but you oh, may not know their names. Yeah. And, oh. uh, but they're often the – not only are they the glue that holds movies together – but they often have the most interesting stories to tell because they're not in the spotlight. They're just no. to the side And they've of the worked spotlight. with everyone. That's always... That's uh, the thing. They've worked yeah. with every director, every actor, because they're in everything. Like my favorite you know? is Stephen Root. I love him very oh, much. Oh, of yes. course. Yes. Of and course. just like, hey, you've got to vacation in the entire Cohen universe yeah. as well <laughs> as be... Uh, a pop culture thing that people I was about to say pop culture staple but that's almost too on the nose to say to him particularly mm -hmm. um, but I mean and when, then also when you're now on King this... of the Hill and then you're in every single movie it's it's really cool yeah. and you're in something like Office Space right. which people know so well yeah, yeah. and don't might not even know it's you even though it's Absolutely. the only time you've kind of been yeah. able to, and then in the Cohen things he's so different and then now getting yeah. to see him like on Barry get but to the, sort of be like but this, he's yeah. also in Get Out mm -hmm. playing one of the bad guys yeah like that's the thing he uh, really has cut this wide swath yeah. mm -hmm. and it's really anyway, cool that's what we do we have a good time and uh and we have the best uh uh producer slash engineer in the world obviously aristotle yeah he's aristotle <laughs> uh who's sitting right outside the door now well thank you both for being here very much You're so very happy well. to do I it i appreciate it thank you guys for listening uh you know all the normal listening stuff um if, that i say at the end you can just re-listen to the intro it'll be the same uh <laughs> but thank you very much Star Bands Avenue, a, podca <clears throat> a podcast network.